Welcome everybody to another Falls Cast. Today is December 4th, 2022. It is cold and we are all here to entertain you. Yeah. Oh no. <laughs> are we? Is that, what, pressure is that what there. Is that now? what it's called? <laughs> <laughs> oh. Oh, oh boy. Ho ho ho. Ho ho If you've never listened to the Falls Cast before, <laughs> where you been? Yeah. <laughs> But this is what you're missing. Yes. Random sampling of Cuyahoga Fallsite weirdos. <laughs> Emphasis on the weirdos. Yes. This guy yeah. right here. On today's show, we have Steven and Jennifer Millet. Hello. Howdy doodly do. I missed that last time. <laughs> Kathy, oh, wow. Mc, Kathy McMenemy. I know it's, I'm saying it wrong, but that was welcome, good. Kathy. <laughs> <laughs> Hello. And the ever-so-wonderful Mike and Suzanne Searle. Hello. Hello. And I am Bart. Yay. I am You're attempting to run the show in the chaos that we call the <laughs> false cast. Hurting the cats. You try to hurt the cats, yep. <laughs> Update. This is Bart from the future, post-editing. This episode will also feature a quick interview with Kevin Poe from Into the Light. We discussed his program uh, in the episode earlier, and we have an interview at the end of the show. Be sure to check out our website, where we will be having new articles popping up. We haven't had a ton lately, but I'm there's working on remedying that. Oh, good. Yeah, but there's been a few. Yeah, and we should be having some interviews in the show Coming up the next couple episodes. Woohoo! So be sure to keep listening and keep following the website. And as always, tell us what you think. You know, that could improve or, you know, make worse the content <laughs> we're producing. Uh, yeah. Suzanne, where can they tell us what they think of us? Fallstreetpress at gmail.com. <laughs> <laughs> Customer service voice. First minute, $9.99. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I don't hoe for free, baby. Uh. <laughs> if you get Steve, it's free. If you get Susanna's nine ninety nine a minute. Uh, <laughs> I'm cheap, I guess. Uh, beyond cheap <laughs> and easy. Whoa. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Bart. No, no. Um. How is everybody this week? <laughs> I'm, I'm doing. I, we're doing well. We just had a, uh, a successful craft show at Bell Tower Brewery. Yes, how'd that go? It went, went well. I mean, it was unbelievable. The turnout was, it was insane. Nuts. It was. I mean, there were so many people in front of my booth at one point. There, people couldn't stop by to look at my pictures. They had to like wait, come back. It was nuts. It was, yeah. Uh, I, not a I mean, in the have. The brewery and, and, is right across from the um from the where the star of the was. West flour mill that yeah. burned down. So oh, yeah. I, I don't know if the turnout was partially that people wanted to see and reminisce I, I, yeah. um, because you could just they, stand right outside the brewery and, and watch the firefighters were still um, had their hoses going. Bell Tower also oh. spent a lot of a lot of money and effort to pr- promote the event uh, through Facebook and Instagram and social media for a while, for like a month. Yeah. Been, I mean, so they've been pretty consistent about that. So yeah, they, it was jam-packed. And they also stuck me in like the best location ever. You walk in the door, you see my booth like right there. So Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Which yeah, I, I appreciate it. I, and I'm sure, I'm, and it was the same spot we had last night, but it's a, it a killer location. I'm very thankful that they stuck me there. 
Yeah, it was it was a really nice turnout and a it lot was. of a lot of good art. There was a lot of good artists. I do have a, a, something to talk about that I forgot that's probably not mentioned. I read that the governor has okayed $20 million towards the removal of the Gorge Dam, and he okayed it. It's going to go forward. It's going to happen. Oh, hey, Somebody was great. saying that, that they could break ground as as early as next week. They could start working on it. That's what they're What? Uh, yeah. Wow. They still have to do Crazy. all the dredging and stuff. Yeah, well, but start doing yeah, that's probably start part doing of it. That. Yeah. They're going to start. Well, they have to build the pipeline first. I think they have to build a pipeline. They have to build a pipeline. And that's, that, I think that's what they're talking about. Doing the, that's the first step, building a pipeline and clearing the area that they're going to put the sludge and mm. get the, because con- yeah, they're building like a concrete station where they're making mixing concrete on site they're mixing the sludge oh. with the concrete and they're going to build it like they're going to strip strip the grass off put um put the sludge in there mixed with concrete and they're going to harden it. they're going to keep putting layers on it and it's going to be like thick and eventually hmm. they're going to put topsoil on top of that and they're going to replant it all huh i thought they were taking right. most of the sediment and down to the cascade valley they are yeah. and they're, they're, they're going to mix it with concrete and they're going to just put and it then they're going to pump it down oh, there okay, okay. Pump it down there and then make a big field that'll just like concrete gotcha. with the sludge and then they're going to hmm. replant stuff over top of it eventually. Because yeah. I guess it originally was a super, super fun site anyway. Yeah. So they're they're not, they're destroying nature that was there hundreds of years ago. It was, it's already been destroyed and then rebuilt. So they're just putting concrete mm-hmm. over this area and then redoing the same thing. Interesting. Right. Very interesting. I finally saw a picture. Somebody had a uh, picture before the dam and then like after the dam, uh, I saw that on Facebook and I was like, I've never actually seen what the falls looked like without the dam there. Well, nobody's yeah. alive has. <laughs> yeah, it was interesting. The you picture know. I feel was from like 1908 or something like yeah. that. You know, yeah. it's well, actually I mean, interesting they, seeing what it looked like. They started yeah. they started construction in 1911. Wow. Yeah. So that's how that's all. Yeah, that's how long it's been it's been there since 1911. They started making and building it in 1911. I think it took a couple of years. Yeah. Be pretty cool though. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's exciting. Yeah. It is. So I guess that's good news. That is good news. Damn. Steve preempted it. Well, for us, we have 19 days until my older daughter comes home for two weeks. So not that I'm counting the days, but. Not at all. So I'm very excited about that. Yay. Is she, what, she's coming home on the 23rd? Yep. Okay. Do so you guys have to be hermits for a little before while so she don't make her sick so she's not in quarantine when she goes back? Yeah, I need to go yeah, get my um, last um, COVID a booster shot. Um, Klein, sure that... Klein's pharmacy. You can go online, you can schedule it, and you can go right and get it. Oh, okay. Have you had your flu shot too? Yeah, I had my oh. flu shot when I oh, you had your flu shot? to the doctor. Yeah. You haven't I, had your flu I shot yet? Both. No, I got to uh, do both. I haven't done my, I've done the COVID yet. I haven't done the flu shot. I need to do the flu shot. Yeah. Now we need to go get it and then um, probably get Kaylee to get it to kind of reduce um, her potential of um spreading it to Kendall. I know that, you know, we'll probably do something for Christmas with the family and then she'll probably just hang with us, not go around too many people because if she gets it, they're not going to let her back in. Oh, she needs to get back in too. So, yeah, unfortunately, I mean, for me, I think that would be like best case scenario if she gets it and then has to stay for a little longer. But Oh, come on, mom. Don't be like that. Cursing a kid with COVID. Just when you say it like that, that does sound awful, but come on. Oh, man. Like to chop off her foot and tire to the bed. Oh, man. Oh, jeez. Misery reference. The hobbling. I see what you did there. Awful. Kathy, how are you? Transition. I'm doing good. Yeah. Art, what's new with you? I have been spending the last couple weeks 
writing. Are you? What are you writing, Bart? I literally started started my 12 films of Christmas before yes. Thanksgiving. Oh, All boy. right. And then last night, as we were recording, I went and saw the new David Harbour movie. <laughs> I want to see that. Wow. And? It's Die Hard meets Home Alone, but unlike the travesty that was the weird Home Alone reboot that also seemed to be that way, this one is the way Die Hard and Home Alone should meet to create the greatest <laughs> Christmas movie ever. Oh, oh wow. no. Oh, wow. Oh, gosh. That's, okay. that's high praise. I'm going yeah. to have to go watch that. <laughs> I just, who, whether you're rich or middle class, who doesn't want a concrete baby Jesus in their yard? A concrete, concrete? baby Jesus. <laughs> yeah. Uh, is that wait? Uh, is that like touchdown Jesus or what are we talking? No, like <laughs> concrete. Big butter Jesus. Jesus. <laughs> but uh, he is used as a weapon at one point in the movie. Oh man. Oh, okay. 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 That's good. Pretty That's cool. Good. Yeah. I call on baby Jesus a lot during my prayer times, mm-hmm. but not when I'm like needing to bash somebody in the head with. Uh, <laughs> Cement brick. So. I love when I'm passing people on the highway and I say shake and bake and then I say, I say praise be baby Jesus. Yes. But yeah, I'm a little more than halfway through my lift so far. Okay. When when can we expect to see the first I would article? say about the 12th or 13th of December. Okay. Which is about a week, which isn't giving me a lot of time. Is it real? Oh my gosh. No, it's just time is going fast now. Yes. But yeah, I will. they will start showing up on our website and once a day through Christmas. Okay, one a day. Got it. Yeah. Very exciting. After which I will shun Christmas yeah. movies forever. <laughs> forever. That's a lot. No. For six months. Until next you year. said that last year, so. Yeah, this is the third year I'm doing this. Yeah. I could really learn. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you'll forget about it. Then you'll be like, hey, guys, I'm going to do this again. We'll be like, okay. (laughs) Now, the one good thing about this, though, is I no longer have cable, which means (gasps) I don't have cable lifetime or any of those. Oh, so you can't watch any of those. No. And I can't believe there's 12 new movies out there about Christmas. I don't think you're missing anything from the Hallmark Channel, to be honest with you. Nothing that's going to be any worthwhile at all. Well, they're all the same. Uh So one review is a thousand reviews. Review one from 20 years ago. It's the same as now. Into our roundtable discussion, the tree lighting ceremony was last weekend. Yes. Very busy, crowded, nice weather. Mm-hmm. Yes, hugely attended, very popular. It was. Huge. Huge, with Huge. some nice fireworks, too. Huge. Yeah, the fireworks were nice. They had a lot bigger parade than they usually do. They yeah, did. I was surprised. They only had two reindeer, though. They didn't have eight. What a bummer. Yeah, well. Yeah, somebody was we heard, somebody was jokingly complaining about it. Said they couldn't couldn't you know they couldn't deliver presents because only had two reindeer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Brown stuck. But yeah, I was kind of shocked. I couldn't see all the floats in the parade until after I saw the pictures. But I yeah. didn't realize like they had so many different like Christmas movie characters. Yeah, yeah, it was really awesome. I mean, we usually try to get up on the um, parking deck. You you stay down there. 
and get the inside shots of what's going on. And we go up in the parking deck and I was actually really surprised by, I mean, all the characters they had. It was, it was pretty cool. I hope they do that again. I hope yeah. they even make it even bigger next year. It was awesome. They definitely put in th- put forth a lot of effort. And that's the kind of thing yeah. that if it's raining like crazy, obviously it would be terrible for to be in that parade. Right. But and when it's a night, day like that, the big parade like that's awesome. And it then, was so awesome. This time of year, that's who knows. The titter miss. You know? yeah. It was pretty warm, though, too. I mean, it was what? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was low up. 50s, I think it yeah. was. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was 50. <clears throat> Last year, it was snowing and freezing, if I remember right. It was right. bitterly cold. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Well, that, you know, didn't that kind of thing of snowing is better than rain. Really? Yeah. 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 That's true. And it was busy, but I think it was a little better than last year. I remember last year, you know, it was hard to push through people to get anywhere. Yeah. They were, it was like first time really people were getting more out around feeling comfortable with it. And I think they were all going a little crazy. This year was, was a lot nicer. People were a little bit more, I mean, we went down into it to look at the reindeer, of course, and we were able to kind of get back up into the um, parking lot without having too much issues. People were being more um, respectful and kind of people getting around. So, yeah, I thought it was really well done. Well, it's a very nice thing. You can just like cough a lot as you walk through the crowd. (laughs) (laughs) Everyone will just kind of part ways. That's true. That's true. Might get a prime. Get the arm swinging. I'm used to just like being kind of pushing, you know, through a crowd and I just will just go and put my head down and keep pushing through. And then I lose Mike behind me because he's the kind one. He's like, excuse me, pardon me. And tries. And I'm just like, my little body's just going, get out of my way. <laughs> I'm like, oh, I lost Mike. Where'd he go? Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll find you. Yeah. I keep an eye on what's going on. And if you were down there or if you've gone down the front street since then, be sure to go to the city's website and vote for your favorite parking meters. Yes, yes, we did that already. It was so cool. What did you guys vote on? Which one? Okay, so I have a, well, it's my person I work with, my actually my boss, the Frosty, you know, the uh, oh, okay. Frosty. Yeah. yeah. She made the little girl and her stitch group made like the rest of it. And so I'm a little partial, but I thought that one was, it was a cute one. Really awesome. Yeah. And then um, of course I voted for, cause you have different categories library. you can vote for. I voted for the library one and then Klein's um, a pharmacy that has, you know, the Merry <laughs> the Christmas, the, the shitters full. So cousin Eddie. Yeah. yeah he was there again. <clears throat> yeah. Gotta love it. So yeah, I think there's like four different categories you vote for, so you don't have to pick just one favorite. There's like an overall, there's a, you know, favorite local business one, favorite of a group, that kind of thing. So yeah, go check them out and go vote. And there it's, I mean, they get better every year. This is what their third year of doing this. I, I while We walked through, so. look about, we looked at about a half of them and I really wanted to spend time looking at all of them to get an idea of which ones I like the best. But there were some ones from there from last year that were this they didn't like do many changes to. And then there was a lot of the a lot of new ones too. Yeah. Well there's but, um the website or if you go to vote, um they have a picture of every single one of them. So oh, okay. you don't have to go and walk and see all of them. So well it's more fun to do in a person. Yeah. It yeah. is and but you just said mom. you didn't want to. I'm trying to help you I'm trying to help okay. a guy out here. <laughs> Online is the easiest way to do it because you can yeah. see them all you know go back right. and forth. But then also be sure to check out on the same page the holiday display tour map. Yes. Steven's favorite thing of the year. No, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> I better hit the mute button. Yeah, we oh, had this I'm last year. 
if it brings you joy, then you should go look at it and you should do it. But if it doesn't, you should say, fuck that. I'm not watching that crap. You know what? You have improved this last year. That's good. <laughs> last year, you're like, fuck it all. People that decorate. <laughs> well, no, I mean, if it brings you joy, if it brings, it brings you joy, I'm happy you found your joy. Steve actually I'm volunteered to you... help with the tree this year, which is like, oh, yeah. And then I also volunteered to put Christmas music on it. And now I really regret that. Oh, geez. If I listen to Christmas music more for more than an hour, it actually puts me in a terrible mood. I hate it. It's just it's too sickly sweet candy and bleh, just want to look up, up the, look up the, the Twisted Sister Christmas album. Twisted Sister. Twisted Sister. Christmas. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that <laughs> How about Rage Against the Machine Christmas? Oh, oh yeah. yeah. I'd love to hear that. Mm-hmm. That'd be good. Speaking of spreading goodwill. We mentioned this last time. Don Walters is teaming up with Stowe, Monroe Falls, and Silver Lake for a community collection drive of cold weather items for the homeless. The drive is happening through December 16th, and you can drop the stuff off at the city building. Yes, and I think we were talking about what items they need. The items they are looking for are boots, hoodies, flashlight, batteries, backpacks. Any type of gloves or coats. Okay. And things can be used. They don't have to be all brand new. Correct. Where was that list that you found? Is it on the city website? No, it is not actually on the city's website. That is really annoying. Okay. But I found the list in the the November 13th issue of the Falls News Press. Uh, But if you search for the Knights of Columbus, they should have more information about it there. Okay, Okay. thank you. That's what I needed. On Thursday, the high school went into lockdown after a supposed social media threat. From the sounds of what the police department was saying, they found that it was not somebody nearby that called the threat in. But the high school was in lockdown for a few hours. Yeah, they take those things seriously. I hope they, I yeah, I hope they find them. It's just. Not, it's not cool to put kids through that kind of... I thought of, I saw yeah, that it was terrible. out of the country or something. Yeah, like, oh, it, yeah. It, was, it was a swatting event. Somebody from, But out from, of the country is know. I don't, I don't know where it's from. I don't know if they determined where, but they just they definitely... A lot of rumors. It was a, yes, it was definitely a swatting thing. They, they determined that it was somebody that had nothing to do with the Colgan Falls school system. What's mm-hmm. swatting? What does swatting mean? Google swatting and then there's a it's it's when um someone calls the police and makes such a threat that like a SWAT team would need to sh- appear oh, for someone who's yeah. not doing anything it's, it's, to try and get them yeah. killed. It, it, it's, it's it's like a, an it, online gamer um yeah, it's, it's developed a, in the gamer ha- world. Hacker gamer thing that they can act, they actually they have all kinds of techniques they use to figure out where you live and then they, oh, yeah. argue with them online. They'll, they'll determine where you yeah, live. Yeah, and they and try and get you killed. Yes. Right. Really? I think if this person has a gun, they're yeah. making threats. There's a black person in this house. He has a gun. He's waving around. Literally shit like that. Yeah. And then, you know, or he just murdered his family. You need to go out there right now. And then, yeah. yeah. And then yeah. They, they make it seem real and they call the 911. It happens then, to then, a lot of TikTokers. Yeah. What? They're trying to get him killed. Yes. Yeah. Arrested, killed, shot. Yeah. That's the purpose of swatting. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. disgusting. It's like, disgusting. Like me saying that that your husband's beating you at your house and he's got yeah. something yeah. Cops they they yeah, they have to respond. Yeah, they when, when there's a threat reported, they right. have to respond. But um, yeah. a lot of like the public figures or you know popular TikTokers will call the police uh, in their areas and say, "Hey, 
I'm being outed. I'm going to be I'm a I'm a target of swatting. So then that's the police know. And when a threat comes in, they go and check and, you know, make sure yeah. they don't go in with guns blazing and things like that. Yeah, it's really terrible. That is and I, and now I guess I was it's, it's uh, actually filtered over into high school students, for Christ's sake. And they're really trying to fuck with them there. That's I mean, awful. they could shut down the whole literally shut down the whole school, causing panic. Somebody could have gotten hurt. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, especially with, you know, all the everything that's day. going on with yeah. these schools, you don't know. And then, oh, man, I yeah, parents gross. showing up with guns to protect their kids and all kinds of bullshit, you know. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's just gross. It I is. can't even. It's horrifying. Mm-mm-mm-mm. Well, there's a lot of pieces of shit in this world. They just do stuff like that for entertainment. Mm-mm-mm. Gross. Agreed. Glad no one was hurt. Yes. Yeah, for sure. That segues into... Downtown Kent caught on fire. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Still haven't heard a cause yet. Someone was talking about um grain. Grain dust is very flammable. Mm, yeah. Very so so they think that it maybe it was um could have been a buildup of grain. But, but I didn't there think there was any. Cool. They still used. I heard they still used that building up until they sold 2016. it. Okay. That's what I was wondering. Sold in 2018. Whether it was still. It was not used. Nope, it was not no, used. No, it, 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 it sold in 2019. It was up until 2018. It was being used for grains delivery between 2016 and 2018. They were, weren't producing the grain, but still having delivered from the train. And then they were transporting it elsewhere. So for two years, even though the grain, even though they didn't, they didn't process the grain there. They didn't mill it. They, they still were housing it. They were still housing it for a couple more years until they moved out. And they sold the building in 2019. And it's been vacant since 2019. Oh, okay. Oh, and the, an investment company bought it for four hundred thousand dollars in twenty nineteen. And the and the problem and the section that actually Ridge Fire originated from was the original like milling area. Mm-hmm. And there the really was it was part of the building that wasn't that wasn't going to be easily monetized or changed into something else without tearing it down. And so there was a lot of speculation by people saying that maybe well this could be insurance fraud. Maybe they burned the building down because they really couldn't do anything with it. I don't know. I haven't haven't heard that that at all. It's total speculation, total rumor, and who the fuck knows what happened. Could be electrical fire. It could be residual from the grain. It could be all kinds of stuff. The construction workers have been rehabbing it part of the building lately, and they've been in and out of the building for months. They're trying to get it ready to rent, but I don't know whether they were in that section particular that caught fire or not. But I know construction has been in and out of that building. Well, it would have ruined that construction then, right? I mean, of course, I mean, yeah, it's all yeah. burnt down. The, the things still yeah. off. Yeah, they brought out yeah. the excavators and started knocking they it. They got down. knocked down. Mm. It's bad. Yesterday, hmm. it, it was so bad that they basically just tried to tamp it down to keep it from spreading to other buildings because there's a bank next door and then there's yeah. a bunch of bars and yeah. yeah, it looks so intense the fire. Yeah, it, it was very hot. People are saying that they they were at the bridge. They could feel the heat from the bridge, like like a thousand feet away. Wow. Mm-hmm. No, I know the Chicago Falls firefighters went to assist, and I think other cities. 37 fire departments, 37 alarm fire. Wow. Yeah, 60 fire trucks and fire fire apparatuses and and pumper trucks and all kinds of stuff, and 100 firefighters. Whew. Yeah. That's that is intense. Wow. So glad nobody got hurt. And you know, you've seen the building before. It's not a small building. It's a big building. It was fully engulfed. The entire thing was just toast. Yeah. It's like even when they put out a declaration requesting that Kent residents minimize their water usage. Yes. You know, because, yep. you know, they, they were they dumping so much water yeah. on it. They needed yep. the capacity. Yeah, they, they like, said, you know, that's pretty serious. When, yeah, when they're asking to conserve water and, and for the whole Kent city of Kent, just so they could fight the fire, that's pretty bad. Yeah. Yeah. And they had pumper trucks coming in 
from other places. Yeah. From other places to to help supplement. They needed Superman to go freeze the lake and then bring the lake over and drop it <laughs> and take out the really? fire. He might have been busy. Really? He, he might have yeah. been busy. Yeah. He, was, he was trying to. He was putting all the stars on top of the big tall Christmas trees. <laughs> Well, I'm sorry. That was a bad taste joke, but that was it is horrific that that happened. And I'm it's glad wonderful that nobody hurt. was hurt. Yeah. No yeah. firefighters yeah. were hurt. There was no injuries, which is amazing considering how many yeah. people were there and what they were doing. And mm-hmm. I yes. think they didn't. And I think other buildings weren't damaged. No, they saved That's the other buildings amazing. around it. Yeah. So they did exactly what they were supposed to do. And they did it well. Yeah. Well, good job. Every single person that was there helping to take out the fire. Ugh. Yeah, they were still putting water on. We were there yesterday for Bell Tower. It's right across the street from it. Mm. You can see the building. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they had they had they had a big giant ladder truck just still spraying water on it. And we were there mm-hmm. yesterday, like yesterday morning. So it takes okay. just one little amber, right? Duh. Yeah, it, yeah, they because it'll it, they could quiet the fire down. And they can just reignite, mm-hmm. and then the whole thing would be fully engulfed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ugh. Well, yes, we're we're just glad that nobody got hurt, and you know that was a great effort for everybody. It is. The firefighters the, did a great job. Yep. Yep. We mentioned this the last time, but the Mayor's Youth Advisory Council is still accepting applications from high school students for next year. Applications are due December 21st to the Mayor's Office, so this is definitely a great program for students to learn more Fantastic. about how City Council runs and yep. how government in general runs. No, yeah, I think it's it's a great thing. You said that Gabe participated in it yep yep our youngest son Gabe did participate in it and um yeah he had a good experience with it yeah yeah he he found it to be very interesting and insightful oh I think I mean I think that's just awesome I know that we talked the last podcast that you know our younger daughter was participant of it but that was right during 20 yeah (laughs) so he was only able to go to like a couple of them it was like two meetings or something yeah yeah but it, I mean, it's a great way. And even the mayor said, we're going to get to know each other and he would be willing to do rec- letter of recommendations to them. And, you know, so it was a great, it was a great thing for if your kids are interested in any kind of politics or um, how, you know, their local city works to get involved. I'm a, I'm a big fan of our mayor. He's a good man. Oh, absolutely. I mean, all the things that he has done, we could probably talk and sing his yes. praises on things. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I think it's a great idea to encourage kids to get involved 100%. with your local city politics because that's where all the, you know, the things that affect you directly happen. Mm-hmm. So, yep, yep. Good opportunity. Yep. Next, there will be some local post office branches open on Sundays this month. Wow. That's something. That is something. It is. Is that just to help expedite with the holidays? Do you know how they? I, yes. You know, I mean, I believe that that? That you know if this is the first time in history or has it ever, ever happened in other times? I see you that. You know what? I don't think, I don't, at least not in my lifetime that I've seen. I this. don't think I've ever heard I don't, of that. I haven't re- heard of the post office that's being pretty, open on a unusual. Sunday. That's pretty unusual. Yeah. All right. And now it's not, it's just into that it's, they're delivering on Sunday, the, just the post office is open on Sunday. They do deliver on Sundays, but for Amazon. For Amazon, yeah. I'll say, yeah. They contract for Sundays for Amazon. Amazon contracts the post office. Yeah, I know that. Mm-hmm. But there won't be want any offices open in Stowe or the Falls. Oh, but, okay. But the Farallon Post Office on West Market Street and the Kent Post Office on Franklin Avenue are going to be open. How about, oh, how, about Hudson, how about Hudson or Stowe? Uh, it Stowe. looks like the closest are the Kent and Farallon. Oh. Ah, okay. Very cool. And then, like, it looks like Strongsville, Willoughby, Independence, and uh, Dressler Road in Canton. If you are in need, the Home Weatherization Assistance Program is available 
for assistance with repairing or replacing furnaces or hot water tanks, insulation, or air sealing. And this is available to anybody who's current on their property taxes and at 200% or below federal poverty level. Yeah, I think we were looking at the poverty level and where it's at right now. Crazy. What is it? Oh, it's so low. I can't, Mike, you remember what it was? Uh, for a single person, I think it was 13,800 or something like that. It's nuts. It's beyond, it's beyond nuts. Mm-hmm. I think they need to readjust that. Yeah. Yeah. And I think a family of two was like 18,000 or something. I looked at yeah. that. Yeah. It was over like, like a family of I four. Mean, I think it was like 25 or I, I don't Yeah. Know so you're not eating yeah. food at that point. If that's what you're making. No, no, it needs to be readjusted for sure. I mean, a high school kid could probably make 13,000 a year being a part-time job or something. Well, well like it's 13, that, it's, they're making $26,000 a year if they're working full-time at McDonald's for 13 yeah. an hour. And you know that they're barely making, I mean, ends meet if someone's doing that even, you know, no, that yeah. is just ridiculous. Yeah. It's crazy. But the program is good, but still. The program's great. It. Yes. And I think it's, you said 200% above the poverty line. So yeah, a family of four is 27,750. Wait, 200% below the poverty line? At, wow. so so 200, 200% above that. or below the poverty line. So 54,000 or less. Okay. For yeah. a family of four. For yeah. a family of four. Yeah, but that's still fairly low. But it's yeah. a great program, and we hope that family, family of two, mm-hmm. family of two, eighteen thousand three ten. So you're looking at thirty six six twenty. Yeah, yeah. So really, you're bringing in minimum wages. People who bring in minimum wage. Yeah. Seven twenty five an hour. Yeah. Ridiculous. Yeah, Ugh. people that you make that level of income. You're not you, even you, affording not, a house. You can't fix. You can't. Yeah. You can't even play the place. Correct. And yeah, your property tax have to be up to date too. Yes. Yeah. What, Kathy? I'm like. I was agreeing that you said you probably wouldn't even be in your own house to buy. You wouldn't be. No. Or even rent. I don't think you could even rent. I mean, seven dollars an hour. Think about it. The people who own their own home that need those kind of repairs and they can't afford it, they're probably elderly and they're probably on fixed income. Now that would be something. They've owned the house for thirty years or whatever. They can't afford to fix the furnace or whatever. Yeah, that's true. That's true. No, that's a good point. So hopefully that this will be a great um, opportunity for you to get some of those repairs and have the government help you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if you qualify, you should take advantage. Oh, heck yeah. Yeah, definitely. Okay, so good news. I know that Stephen said some good news, but I have another one. So somebody um, posted on Facebook that they found a wallet. It was a UPS driver, Alex Coletta, I'm going to say his name wrong, but he found a wallet and he turned it into the police station. Well, somebody posted on um, social media that they were the one who lost their wallet. It was at the tree festival and had no idea where it was. So wanted to thank the UPS driver for turning it in and doing the right thing. And yeah, I think that was a pretty nice thing. Good Samaritans still exist. They do. They do. For sure. A lot of people would either just ignore it, walk away from it or they wouldn't go to that kind of work to get to the police station. So free money, throw it down. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, so now we know that Steve is not a good Samaritan. I go buy some liquor. <laughs> <laughs> oh, geez. <laughs> nice. I'm just joking. I would turn. You I know. Back. I know. You're joking. Would he? Yeah, we don't know. Yes, I would. When I was younger, maybe not, but now I would. <laughs> Well, thank you, Alex Coletta. I'm sorry if I'm saying your name wrong, but thank you for being a good Samaritan and just being a good person. Uh, Guys, guess what time it is? What time is oh. it, Suzanne? 
Bart's arts, Bart's arts, Bart's arts, Bart's arts. Yeah, that was good. That was the best one yet. That's yeah. what was missing. Yep. Yes, it was. Yep. We tried. It. We tried to do it, but it wasn't very good. His foghorn, leghorn, Bart's arts noise. Yep. <laughs> I, I said, I said, look at here, boy. <laughs> I, I said, listen here. Bart's arts, I say. Yeah, follow that one up, Bart. Go ahead. I wrote something down and then just proceeded to not write. And we don't have any Bart's arts. Oh my God! What? He's just shocked we just like dated ourselves with the Foghorn Leghorn reference. Yeah. Was be like, what the hell's Foghorn Leghorn? Oh jeez, we're gonna go take a nap now. Jeez. Wednesday night, the Calga Falls Historical Society will hold an author event with Vic Fleischer at the Natatorium, where he'll discuss and show his book. The Goodyear Tire and Rubber Company, a photographic history, 1898 to 1951. Many of these photographs in his collection have never actually been published. That would be pretty fun to see. That's awesome. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Cool historical. Yeah. Reference there. I'd probably, I'd like to go see that. I know a lot of people, they, they don't know about the Cuyahoga Falls Historical Society. So, you know, definitely go check that out. Become a member if you can. They're doing a lot of cool things. They're quite historical. They are. They are. I see what you did there. <laughs> On Friday, Upfront Art Space will be having a winter paint night where participants can paint a winter scene in the style of Vincent Van Gogh. No, oh, that would be, you know, if I was artistic at all, that'd be fun to do. I'll just paint my canvas white. <laughs> <laughs> snowstorm. A polar bear in a snowstorm. Yep. Polar bear in a snowstorm. Very artistic of you. <laughs> yes. Yes. That is my va- that is my favorite TV program that I always record on VHS. On VH what? <laughs> you, you still record stuff on VHS? Oh come on! What's happening? Polar Bear in a Snowstorm is my favorite program to record oh. on VHS. Oh, <laughs> oh, oh VHS. it's just the snow. <laughs> ah, <laughs> I nice. see what you're gotcha. saying now. All right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh. Sorry. We dated ourselves again. Yeah. <laughs> so, I've also heard that called ant races oh yeah yeah ant races oh sorry (laughs) and if you're not looking to paint a winter scene on thursday the works is holding a holiday flamingo beach painting program oh nice (laughs) yep that would be fun was the works trying to get into like competition with uh you know upfront up art space oh, or yeah. they are collaborating or they're just duking it out? No, it's just coincidentally one day apart from each other. Okay. Very interesting. <laughs> and finally, as we were talking about at the beginning of the show, with the 12 films of Christmas, we want to know what your favorite holiday film is. Oh, yeah. Die hard. So Elf Die, die Hard. Elf Die Hard. Die Hard. Oh gosh, Die Hard's not a Christmas movie. Yes, Stop it, is. it. Die Hard. It's only Christmas music, actually. Yippee-ki-yay, motherfucker! (laughs) Ho, ho, ho. So, I shared it earlier, and I'll share it again when this episode comes out. But there will be a Google form on our Facebook page you can fill out, and it'll come to us. And then on Christmas Day, depending on how many responses we get, the list of everyone's responses will be uh, posted on our website. Well, how fun. Okay, yeah, well, I think we did that last year, right? Yeah. I remember? Yeah. Oh, this is going to be fun. Hopefully everybody participates because 
curious to see what everybody's favorite Christmas movie is. And you know what? If you think Die Hard is a Christmas movie or not, please let us know because it's not. Maybe it we is. should have a poll. It is. It we is. Should, we should, we should have a poll. Maybe we should just put a poll out there and see. Um, I don't think. I think I've told this story before, but I find it hilarious. But um, for uh, one time when I wanted to get Mike a Christmas present, I decided to get him Die Hard because it's a running joke that he and I have. We're not really seriously arguing about it, but it's a running joke we have whether or not it's a Christmas, Christmas movie or not. Christmas so movie. the girls and I went to exchange to try to look for a used copy of Die Hard. I went up to the cashier and I'm like, do you guys have um, happen to have Die Hard on like DVD? And they're like, oh, yeah, it's over at the Christmas section. <laughs> the girls and I just started Christmas busting out movie. laughing. I'm like, no, why would you say that? <laughs> it's not That's a Christmas, Christmas movie. <laughs> so, yes. Christmas so movie. we would love to hear the listeners, too, what your favorite Christmas movie is and whether or not Die Hard is an actual Christmas movie or not. <laughs> Christmas movie. Oh, geez. So thank you everyone for joining us this week. And remember, we do want to hear your ideas for potential interviewees, for ideas for the podcast, what you think of the show so far. You can shout all of those out to us at what's the email address? Fall3press at gmail.com. Wonderful. Plus, be sure to rate and review us on Apple Podcasts if you enjoyed mm-hmm. what you heard. For now, don't shove off. Wow. Hose off. Sorry about that. <laughs> Coffee's kicking in. For now, we'll say goodbye and hope you join us next week. Picking up what you're putting down. Later. <laughs> Adios. <laughs>
uh, read these stories and it gives the families of those who have passed the opportunity to uh, share the life of their loved ones. Um, so this organization, Intellite, did a portrait of Caitlin. It's beautiful. Uh, and they told her story, which meant a lot to both of us because Caitlin's story was so profound and we felt it was important to share with people. So we decided to uh, have a fundraiser to raise money for Intellite so that they can continue their great work. Um, I work at Harmony Springs Christian Church in Green, Ohio. So I got that youth group together along with the youth group of Community Christian Church in North Canton, and um, we had a benefit dinner uh, for this organization. It was a great night. It's very moving. Mm-hmm. We raised over two thousand dollars, which was really awesome. Yeah, uh, more than we hoped. Um, and but more importantly, I think it moved a lot of people. It did move, and and to be honest with you, um, you know, Mike and I went because we wanted to support you. We knew you were working really hard on it, and um, I knew a little bit about it. Um, but I wasn't really sure what it was. And so I was kind of going in there blind a little bit. And um, I've never heard of the Into the Light Project. And the stories that um, that were there were, I mean, it had me tearing up. And I didn't even know Caitlin or any of these people. But I can picture, you know, being a mom, picturing that feeling of having your child, um, unfortunately, pass to this illness. Um out be you know overdose of drugs or whatever it is because mm. you know what I think what I thought was really profound to me was the the idea of um, humanizing these people and the mother the, the, the mother that um, started this project lost her son mm-hmm. and she was from do you remember what state she was from Pennsylvania or yeah it was North, North. Carolina I actually can't remember that, Florida okay. Oh, was it Florida? I thought she was in Florida. Okay, okay. yeah. So um, she told a little story about her um, son and mm. the reason why she just drew a picture of him yeah. and she showed it, and it became um, this, um, you know, large um, nonprofit organization that they are doing um, pictures and drawings of people from that area, and then mm-hmm. they are showing it, yeah. which is going on right now, which is why we're interviewing you, so people know that it's out there. Mm-hmm. It's in, in Canton right now, right? Yeah, so they did, they basically Intellite travels to every state. They're working on their 41st state, maybe. I can't remember. And they do an exhibit uh, featuring people who have passed from that state. So in Ohio, they did a, an exhibit a few years ago of 41 individuals who've died in the state of Ohio uh, from drug overdoses. Recently, they've decided that they're going to do a traveling exhibit in the state of Ohio. So... Uh, they're going to um, open the exhibit pretty much all over the state. And it started in the Maslin Museum of Art, which is only like 20 or 30 minutes away mm-hmm. from yeah, it's not too far. Cuyahoga. Mm-hmm. Um, and you can go and see these portraits and read these stories. And uh, my friend Caitlin is in that exhibit. Um, mm-hmm. It started on November 12th, and it ends on January 4th. And then I believe it's moving to a new location, but I'm not sure where that is yet. I know that uh, Brenda Ryan, who we have had on the show before, she started um, Keys of Serenity. She lost her daughter um, to a drug overdose, Mm -hmm. and um, her um, daughter's picture is part of the um, exhibit. Um, She was there at the fundraiser, too, and um, 
it was these drawings uh, kind of looks like a pencil drawing of people and then they have the story of their life i mean they're more than just their what happened to them on their death and so it's important i think to read about who they were you know that these are these are people that had an illness and a lot of times it's demonized because it's a drug addiction and they think of it as you are a bad person or you're in a bad situation because of you know poor or whatever the reason why they get addicted to uh, drugs but that's not the case it can be anybody it can be your child it can be your family member it could be a friend of yours you know you don't know exactly what everybody is going through and um, I think it's kind of important to bring this up um, so you can kind of kind of feel the human of the person and the loss of the person and that this is a really it's a big um, epidemic that's happening right now in our country and it's something we need to talk about um, so we talked a little bit about your fundraiser, which was fantastic. I thought it was great. Um, I definitely left it, you know, just feeling a lot more uh, like I had a better understanding of the situation. Okay. And um, you had, you know, spaghetti dinner, which I heard that you guys made the spaghetti sauce from the tomatoes that you guys grew, your, the kids yeah, grew. The, our church, Harmony Springs, has a, um, a garden. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we grow a ton of food every year um it's a really cool project it's called harmony grows and i was in too involved in the cooking process because i'm not (laughs) very good at that but uh i believe some of our tomatoes were used uh for the tomato sauce which is pretty cool and at least we're going to do that more so next year um yeah harmony springs is really big about sustainability and stuff like that Oh, it was really cool. Um, and you had some baskets that you, you know, were um, raffling off, and I happened to win a basket. Woo! I, that was exciting too. You won two. Um, Kaylee won one, I think, and then <laughs> you, you know we won, you know. So not that it was rigged or anything bad, but it was exciting to be able to um, participate in that. So and you guys, you said you made two thousand dollars, which is fantastic. Um, but I know that Into the Light definitely needs um, donations mm-hmm. and. So if you're looking to donate, you can go to their website. It is intolightproject.org, and they will um, tell you a little story about how they were founded. It actually has some pictures of um, some of the people that they've already drawn, and you can definitely donate to that. Um, and um, I definitely recommend you go to see the exhibit. It's in. It looks like it's actually in Maslin. I think is what you said. Maslin Museum of Art. Maslin Museum of Art. Yep. So the exhibit has 41 people. So what, I know that you talked about um, Caitlin being a friend of yours in, um, you know, elementary school and middle school and through high school. Um, What made you come up with the idea of having this um, fundraiser? What made you get involved? Yeah. um, Caitlin, you know, she had a really difficult life growing up and there were a lot of people. Um, She was abused from a very young age and then she was adopted by another family who was even more abusive uh and uh I mean she just kind of had like a community growing up of just I mean really terrible people who who took advantage of her and it really bothered me and uh the woman who finally adopted her and gave her the life that she deserved um that Caitlin's story would just be forgotten or that people wouldn't talk about it it we just we always wanted her life to mean more than being used by people. Mm-hmm. Um, 
So that's when we decided that we wanted to do a fundraiser and start holding it annually. So hopefully, um, although I won't be at Armory Springs next year because uh, um, I'll be moving on, uh, but the idea is that this will be an ongoing annual event in her name so that she won't be forgotten or that her name will mean something more. Mm-hmm. Um, that was always really important to us. That's why we did it. Yeah. So it was really, it was a very moving experience to finally have that be reality and have so many people I know um, there to support. It was great. Yeah. And now we're going to hear the blow dryer really hard, so. I want to thank you for taking the time to tell us about the um, the fundraiser that you had and the Into the Light, Into the Light Project. Into Light Project. Into Light Project. Um, no the. <laughs> Into Light Project. <laughs> and give us a little information about it and what it was about. I really appreciate you taking the time to talk to us. And, you know, you'll be you'll be traveling pretty soon, right? You're going to yes. go to India? I'm leaving for India in uh, nine days. Nine days. So I'll be gone for three weeks. Very exciting. It's very exciting. Yeah. Yeah, you're a very busy guy, so being able to um, put that together and it was so well that was I was very impressed and really great and I'm glad that you took some time to um, be interviewed by us so people can know more about this project so thank you thanks for having me and thank you for attending the event and yes. thanks to everyone who's listening if you go and donate to intolightproject.org or visit the Maslin Museum of Art exhibit yes for sure thank you thanks FallsCast is a production of the Falls Free Press in Cuyahoga Falls, Ohio. Please check out the Falls Free Press at fallsfreepress.com or on social media at facebook.com slash fallsfreepress. We thank you for listening to this episode, which was recorded and edited by Bart Sullivan. Please subscribe to our podcast and tell your call to Falls friends and family so they can listen as well.